ready for the 2-2 to Woodson, and here it comes, and it is swung out and missed, and Tom Browning has missed a perfect game. Welcome back to Pardon the Punctuation. How's it going? I'm Aaron. This is my cohort in crime. I'm Ed. He is. So, it has been an interesting week. That it has. You've been, apparently, the busiest man in Cincinnati. I wouldn't say the busiest man in Cincinnati. Or even in Cincinnati. The whole I mean, we, have a, we have a lot of councilmen downtown, you we know, trying to figure else. out what they're going to do with the streetcar. Not doing homework. Not doing homework. For the show. Sorry. All right. Sick kids driving to Louisville. 10 o'clock start time. 10 o'clock start time. Whoa, it is. It is. 10 o'clock start time. This game will be over by the time the end's over. So, a lot of stuff happening uh, over the last week or so since we last recorded. Uh, it's been just under a week. Uh, one day. Shy. Um, yeah, I mean, let's... Just talk right about it. Just get into it. NFL Draft. It took over your TV for three days. It was on Fox. It was on ESPN. It was on NFL Network. It was on HGTV, I'm sure. They had a link somehow. It wasn't. No? No. Oh. I was on that one. Oh, there it is. That's why you weren't doing homework. Sometimes you have to learn how to renovate your bathroom. All right. Could have done that any other week of the other 51. So... Yeah, we had we had a lot of picks. We had uh, more than the uh, than the seven that everybody has, as we had trades that gave us you know additional picks in other places. We had compensational picks. First pick right out the gate was an Ohio State boy, which is a little odd for these Cincinnati Bengals. At twenty one, we took a center, glaring position of need, uh, Billy Price. I already have an issue with him. Oh, God. Why? Uh, he said he wants to bring an Ohio State football mentality to Cincinnati. What's wrong with that? Because we bleed... Yeah, try this again. We bleed red and black in the natty. Okay. So, you do realize that if he brings that from Columbus to Cincinnati, that means he's basically bringing a winning culture. You okay with that? They do win a lot. Uh, he like lost five games, I think, the whole time he was up there. I like to win sometimes, so yeah, that's fine. Started 55 straight, uh, which actually set a, an Ohio State record. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I got no beef with him wanting to bring that type of mentality here home to our Bengals. Okay, beef is over. There it is. Although I did tweet him and that, said it. It took nothing. I said it. Just now? No. All right. No. Friday. So, in the uh, in the second round, we took a safety, uh, Jesse Bates, out of Wake Forest. They apparently really like this guy. I guess he's a ball hawk. Um, they're already talking about running potentially three safety sets and uh, seeing what this kid has. I'm excited to see what he has. What do you know about him? I know he's a safety. You're going to call me out again. <laughs> You're going to call me out again. I built your arm for your microphone while you were... We built this city on rock and roll. We built this city. You're no. welcome. 
So, um, the uh, are you trying to find it now? And now that the moments passed. No, go right, for good. it. Um, so the next pick was Sam Hubbard, Hubbard, a defensive end out of where you might ask. The Ohio, Ohio State, State University. University. There was a common theme there. Yeah. Um, again, I'm totally okay with this pick. Uh, Michael Johnson, I feel kind of bad for him because he came out to announce the pick of Sam Hubbard and Malik Jefferson as they were back-to-back right there at 77 and 78, 13 and 14 in that round, respectively. Uh, Malik Jefferson being a linebacker out of Texas. But Michael Johnson potentially was – announcing the guy who is going to be the reason that he's replaced and potentially even cut this season, like before the season even starts. That's just... That's how we do things. That's a swift (laughs) kick in the nuts. That's a Bengal thing to do. They're really excited about this pick, actually. Like, Marvin was kind of gushing about him. Um, I don't know. I mean... That's a lot of defensive ends in the last two years, higher rounds, as we took both uh, both Carl Lawson and Jordan Willis last year at third round, fourth round. Carl Lawson turned out to be our defensive rookie of the year. Um, I don't know. I mean, that's – again, that's just a bad look if Michael Johnson had to announce the guy who is <laughs> going to take his spot. I think that's terrible. I would – that's like having to interview the person who's going to take your job. Yeah, no. After they fire, I'm not you. doing that. And if I am, I'm going to make sure they get the worst replacement ever for me. Hey, man, you're going to be fired. But can you interview a replacement, please? How about no? Okay, well, Scotty, thanks. don't. You'll still get paid. It's fine. Uh, I guess. So after that, uh, a lot of people didn't like this pick in here in the fourth round. Um. Uh, by the way. The guy who, um, just interrupting myself, Malik yep. Jefferson at pick three, round three, round 14th three, second round, pick. Yeah. 14th round, or 14th pick of the third round, he actually won a year's worth of pizza from Pizza Hut. What? Yeah. Turns out he doesn't eat gluten. Hey. Whoever was picked at 3.14, pie, apparently, they're still talking, I thought pie day was like March 14th. Oh. But yeah, Pizza Hut was giving a free year of pizza to whoever went at third round, 14th pick. Turned out it was us after a trade. And yeah, he doesn't even eat pizza because he's gluten-free. And I don't even know that Pizza Hut has a gluten-free option. But I think they have the cauliflower pizza, don't they? Do they? Uh, we'll find out. I don't uh, That doesn't even sound good coming from oh, Pizza it's Hut. pretty good, man. I don't know about all that. Okay. So anyway. Fourth round, a lot of people didn't really like this pick. Mark Walton, running back out of Miami. A lot of people from Miami, um, both on the team and fans, said that this is the most athletic dude on the team. Problem is, he gets injured. Oh, so we're just going to call him Mark Walton? every other player on the, re- on the Bengals roster. Um, because he gets injured? Yes. Who else gets injured? All the time. Like, perfect. Like, Adam Jones. Perfect's suspended more than he's injured. Well, that's... Okay, fair. Adam Jones is not on the team anymore. That's... Okay, I forgot about that, too. Pizza Hut doesn't have a cauliflower pizza. Couldn't imagine them with one. I just wanted to make sure. Trying to help a new guy out, you know? Welcome to the city. Keto. 
On the keto diet. Yep. Not me. What happened to that? I'm on the Weight Watchers. Oh. Yeah. I thought it was keto. Nah, well, That's I why did I've been that. sending you the keto links. Oh, I did that for a little <laughs> bit. Uh, but I decided to, you know, hop on with my girl Oprah and right. jump on that Weight Watchers. Here we go, Oprah. Plus, they pay for it at work. So, after that, um, we had a cornerback, Devontae Harris from Illinois State. We had a defensive tackle in the fifth round. Uh, from Virginia, Andrew Brown, uh, Devontae Harris, cornerback, was also fifth round. And then we had Darius Phillips, cornerback from Western Michigan. Uh, I believe he was sixth round. And then in the seventh, we had Logan Woodside, quarterback from Toledo, Rod Taylor, quarterback, or I'm sorry, guard from Mississippi, and Alden Tate, wide receiver from Florida State. Yes. Any of these people jump off for you? Like, have you... Do you know anything about any of them? Well, all? I know where Toledo is. Oh, um, right. There they're, it is. The, they're the Rockets. They are. Um, blue. Apparently, this kid's pretty good. Third they color. were totally okay waiting until the seventh round to get their quarterback as far as uh, another guy that could potentially come in and either be a practice squad guy or replace Jeff Driscoll as third on the depth chart. Um, unless newcomer, uh, guy from USC, what's his name? Matt, Bar- Matt Barkley. Oh. Um, unless uh, Driscoll supplants Matt Barkley as the number two, as I think most people have him as the number two, and then Driscoll as the three with his broken thumb issue that he had last year or whatever. How about the guy that was not drafted that I'm excited about? Go on. Quentin Flowers. Okay. The so, quarterback from South Florida that we have signed as an undrafted free agent. National champions. Nope, that was Central Florida. I know. I was trying to make a mistake. It, it was a mistake. Yeah. Well, uh, you know. Speaking of Central Florida national champions, Shaq Griffin. That was a good story. The guy with one hand. Oh, yeah. Who did he get, get drafted he by? He got drafted by Seattle, where his brother already plays. Ooh. Uh, cool story there to interrupt your South Florida no, story. No, you're fine. Um, his brother... Went to Central Florida because uh, no other school would offer a scholarship. Twin brother, mind you. They wouldn't offer a scholarship for both him and his brother with one hand. um, uh, Except for Central Florida. He's a nice guy. Uh, So he had bigger offers from bigger schools. Went to Central Florida to go play with his brother. Left a year earlier than his brother. And got drafted by Seattle, and he's already in Seattle, and they just drafted his twin brother with one hand. Awesome story for Shaq Griffin. That's pretty cool. And they're super excited to play get play, play together again. I'm excited to watch him play. I think it's going to be an awesome story. He went in the fourth round, I believe. But, yeah. Not bad. So, go on with your South Florida well, quarterback anyways, story that you're excited about. Yeah, I was reading uh, some information on him, and uh, he's an exciting quarterback, they say. Um, and he has a story. He's got um, a lot of rushing yards, a lot of passing yards, a lot of touchdowns at South Florida. Exactly. And we all like a guy with a story. Um, unfortunately, this is a sad story. Um, according to the article I read, uh, his mom died of cancer when he was 17. But before that, his dad died in a drive-by shooting when he was seven years old. Good Lord. I know. Uh, then his stepbrother died in a shooting when he was when he was 20 
Um, Where did he grow up? Does it say that part? It, it probably did, but I didn't look. I can. Oh, I'll look it up though. Um, Dave so County. apparently he is also Andre Johnson of the Texans. Well, formerly of the Texans. Yeah. Um, his cousin. Um, so he's helped him out through all this tragedy. Um, but then he was living with his aunt. Um, well, his aunt was like a mother figure to him while he was in college. And she died of a heart attack. And then the next day he threw for 186 yards and two touchdowns in a 31-17 to USF win over Stony Brook. So everyone that he comes into contact with dies. Unfortunately, it sounds like that. Mike Brown should be terrified. Well. Is that a bad joke? It's a bad joke. All right. But <laughs> we all like the underdog story, and so I'm I'm kind of excited about this guy. Like, I think a... it's the best undrafted free agent pickup we've had since Jordan Palmer. Quarterback pickup. Okay. Yeah. Uh, thanks for fixing that. Forgot to put that quarterback part in. Yep. Sorry about that. Yep. So, yeah. Um, has the official list been announced for the undrafted free agents? For I don't think it's been officially released yet. Um, but the I people, seen it. yeah, the people that uh, that we are currently being attached to right now, as far as the college free agents, um, you have Ray Lowry, running back from Old Dominion. We have Adonis Jennings, wide receiver, wide receiver from Temple. You have Quinn Flowers, the quarterback from USF. You have Chris Worley, linebacker from the Ohio State University. Um, Junior Joseph, linebacker, Connecticut. Trayvon Henderson, safety from Hawaii. Javon Roland Jones, linebacker from Arkansas State. Uh, Galen Elmore, defensive end, East Carolina. Jordan Franks, tight end, UCF, national champs. Uh, Devontae Boyd, UNLV. Austin Fleer, offensive tackle, Colorado Mesa. You mean like Rick Flair? No. No. Woo! No. no. Um, and then there's a couple others. Uh, Chris Okoye, offensive tackle, Ferris State. Mason Hampton, offensive guard, Boise State. Vernell Moon, wide receiver, Colorado Mesa. Sean Miller, safety, Delaware Valley State. James Graham, defensive end, Illinois State University. Those are the people that we are currently attached to. And uh, JT Barrett originally thought to be going to the Indianapolis Colts. Is apparently going to um, where did it say? the Saints. Drew Brees backup. They need one. They they need somebody because Brees is going to retire soon. I mean, he can't have that many years left. No, he can't have too many years. Although Roethlisberger said today he uh, expects to play three to five more years. Whatever. As he just literally got done saying last year he didn't know if he had any more left. The guy can barely walk off the field. What? I don't know. He irritates me. Um, So there were some – there was one Bearcat drafted this year after only one Bearcat being drafted last year. Um, Offensive tackle Corey Cunningham was drafted by the Arizona Cardinals in the seventh round. And uh, there are a bunch of free agents, actually, um, that were signed as undrafted free agents. Um, Notably, Mike Boone, the running back. Mike Uh, Boone. He uh, went to Minnesota. 
Um, outside of that, though, the other guys that we currently have on squads right now. Is Adrian still in Minnesota? Peterson? Peterson? No, he got traded last year, midseason, to New oh, yeah. Orleans. That's right. All right. And then, again, traded to Arizona. I just thought it would be nice to traded twice. learn under him. Yep, nope. No, not gonna, nope. not gonna learn under him. Not gonna, not gonna. Hey, not, not gonna on the TV, anymore. friend of the show. So, other Bearcats that are on teams as far as undrafted free agents go. Um, cornerback Lyndon Stevens went to the Saints. Running back Mike Boone, as we said, went to the Vikings. Wide receiver Devin Gray went to the Atlanta Falcons. Offensive lineman Kendall Calhoun went to the Texans. Defensive tackle Lyndon Johnson went to the Jaguars. Saxonville. And uh, <laughs> those are all according to Twitter and Instagram posts as well as um, being reported. So we'll see. We'll do it. So that is uh, kind of our our breakdown on uh, all things Bearcats. As far as the draft goes, I don't know. I mean, there were definitely some other ways we could have gone. We went a lot of defense, uh, not so much offense. What are your thoughts on any of that? No, we needed – well, I'm, I'm happy about the center pickup. Absolutely. Uh, Mine needs, was our most glaring need. Yeah, and we needed some, some guys to protect because he could also play guard, right? Correct. So, I think we said that on the live feed. But Yeah, uh, first time doing live feed. Hey. That was, that was pretty fun. Except for I got a text message halfway through asking from the wife asking me to go downstairs. Um, I think we averaged about five viewers at any given moment during – it told a, it, it told was the, fun. It told the number in the corner, but yeah, I know. I mean, it was, it was the people who were there were at least active. That yes, was cool, exactly. But no, I'm, I, I, we needed somebody to protect um, Andy. He couldn't get a pass off for the life of him last year. So, you know, and and we're getting older on defense. You know, unfortunately, yes, Michael Johnson had to come out and introduce his probable replacement, but we're not getting any younger there. So. You know, got to start reloading, you know. Yeah, I mean, they didn't re-sign Pac-Man. Nope. Um, I'm not actually terribly upset at this point in his career to see him go. Um, we lost a couple guys. Uh, one, I know, at least one defensive end. Um, Smith went to Cleveland. Um, yes. We lost Jeremy Hill to New England. That was okay. I was totally okay with that, as he gave up on the team pretty much uh, midseason. Yes. Um, outside of all that, though, I mean, I don't know. I was actually really happy looking at it. Um, we're getting pretty good reviews as far as uh, draft goes, although I'm not convinced anybody knows what the hell they're even talking about as far as knowing what to expect. Um, I, there the were, college game there is were reports, completely different. There were reports today coming out that New England was willing to trade up to number two in the draft to take Baker Mayfield. New England trading <laughs> up. To take Baker Mayfield, what do, they think? What they think? Uh, uh, really, I'm going to do this. They think their quarterback's going to try to tame him. I don't know. I don't know. Nobody knows anything about just, any of these kids. Just come sit under Tom for a little bit and just learn how to deal with the media. Do you think that Geno Atkins would have gone as late as he went if people knew what the hell they were talking about? The no. Bengals didn't even know when they drafted him what the hell anybody was talking about. No, you know what I mean, like. It's just, it's a crapshoot. It's the biggest gamble because you're stuck with these guys for, you know, three, four years, yep. five years because you you have to pay them what what they're slotted in the first round. 
and that's why we're stuck with guys like my whom my father-in-law loves to call Cedric Obi-Dobi. Um, <laughs> oh boy, yeah, <laughs> calls him Obi-Dobi. I think it's hilarious. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm not sure you have him right now. If it, if you didn't have to pay him the money that you have to pay him, same thing with Jake Fisher. You got to pay him first yep. round of money. You know what I mean? Like these guys are stuck here with us because we can't just cut ties. And you would think if these people knew what they were talking about, Vontez Perfect would not have been an undrafted free agent. Well, I mean, at this point, knowing that he's got the target well, he has on his back, who knows? That, but because he had that target in college. But I don't you know. know. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I'm excited to see how uh, this next season plays out. Right now, uh, the last thing that I read said uh, somebody had us going eight and eight, losing. Um, both I think games to the Steelers. I think we'll do a little bit better than that. I I gotta think that we're gonna do better than eight and eight. I don't know. Yeah. I'm. I feel like a lot depends on what. Somebody's got to step up in this receiver group. Period. Yes. Because I think the running game and the line game has just been fixed. And if you don't have a, a receiver stepping up, I don't know. I, I'm not feeling great about this team. If you know John Ross doesn't step up, Tyler Boyd doesn't step up. Cody Core or uh, Josh Malone, one of those guys, they got to step up. And Brandon LaFell, I don't even know if this guy's going to be on the team. They're saying he might be a salary cap casualty, and maybe you bring in, you know, somebody else who was somebody else's salary cap casualty the same way that we got Brandon LaFell to begin with. I think I think Tyler Boyd is going to step up this year. Um, like I we said hope couple, so. He was a second-round draft right. pick. And I think we said a couple, a couple uh, episodes ago, he's working with TJ. No, T- that was John Ross. Not Tyler uh, Boyd. That's what I meant. Dang it. So who do you want to step up then? Sean Ross. John Ross. Yes. Not Tyler Boyd. Sorry. He was a first round draft pick. Yeah, he was working with TJ and, and and TJ knew what he was doing on the field. Well, if this dude can get on the field and be a legit yes. threat, that opens up your run game. I need that him on opens the field. up Tyler Tyler Eifert to catch the ball more. Or Tyler Croft if Tyler Eifert inevitably gets injured again. I need Tyler Eifert to be healthy this year, too. I'm sure he'd love to be healthy because that means a fat payday for him as he's basically on a one-year rental. Well, he's unstoppable when he's healthy, too. We know. Yeah. I mean, he's got so many touchdowns. Right. When he's in. Right. So, I don't know. There's just a lot going on there. So, I don't know. We did talk about the draft. We talked about UC. So, now it's time to move on. To Talk the other this, team. That other team that plays at Nippert. That other team that plays at Nippert. FC Cincinnati. Because this team, they just keep on winning. Well, they won or this week. Or at least week. not losing. Yes, exactly. Um, and I'll take that. Yeah. As I feel like I'm growing with this team. I don't know about you, but like the more that I watch highlights and what have you, as I've yet to be home on a Saturday to watch a game, um, the more that I read up on them, and just kind of seeing like what everybody's getting hyped about. This team's in fourth place, right? Fifth place. I'm sorry, fifth place. Um, and they're they're doing pretty well. They have 11 points. Uh, they just had a 3-0 win against the Ottawa Fury. Although that was a last place team, um, they went with a scoreless first half for both sides until in the 68th minute, Kenny Walker delivered. I don't know if you guys have seen this shot. Ed had not yet seen this shot. I had not seen it until about ten min- well, 20 minutes ago. As he was busy at Lego Louisville Zoo. You know, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
but no, there was this dude made a goal from 45 yards out. It was asinine. The goalie was out of position. Um, it's his second goal in the last two games. And uh, it might be the – it's definitely FC Cincinnati's best goal this season. Um, but it might actually be one of the best goals of the entire soccer season right now. Do you want to hear the call? Do you have it? Is I ready? do have it. You ready to Yeah. So keep in mind in this call. It's that... not the MLS. It's we're, we're, we're still minor league. I was going to try to do my best impression of it, but I, I it's just – I can't do this justice. justice. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, here's the call. And there Completely it is. open view of what's happening. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my What oh my a goodness. goal. What, what a goal. What a goal. stunning goal. This is a stunning goal. Well, What's something a... from nothing there, and Kenny walked his one from distance. I don't even know what. I tell you what, that'll that make is. highlight reels all over North America, oh, Graham, because North that America. was an absolute stunner. It was an absolute stunner, like Stone Cold, like Stone Cold. What a goal! What an absolutely stunning goal. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was Kenny Walker's forty-five yard. Basically, uh, it was a clear from the from the. Back of the field. Uh, it was basically midfield. I mean, he was maybe 10 yards just from midfield. Just dropped it right to him and just, just launched it. it I it believe was, the word they use in soccer is cross. Booted it. Uh, I don't know. They crossed it to him, and I got to work on these terms. Yeah, I think we're, it's booted, We're really man. trying, guys. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's booted. My brother's played soccer for years, and Fair I remember enough. mom yell, Good boot! Uh, oh. Yeah, that's well, that was loud. So, yeah, that was Kenny Walker. Um Corbin Bone, in the very next minute, actually had a header in. And uh, Emmanuel Ledesma, um, his first goal for FCC, um, scored in the 76th minute. Uh, He came here from New York. And uh, which does it say what New York team? The Cosmos. Okay. Because New York has like two Red Bull teams. Yeah, this was the Cosmos. Uh, I believe that's the minor league team down where like we are. Uh, but yeah, it was uh, Spencer Ritchie's. Um, he he shut out. He was the goalie. Um, he gave he gave up no goals. Uh, there were only three shots on goal, so maybe not much of a game for him. Which again, this last place team, Ottawa, and uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, they they got things going um, right now. They are. Uh, like I said, in fifth place, they're one point behind a three-way tie for second place and uh, five points behind first place Louisville City. Um, outside of that, we do have two games in the next uh, – this this week, actually. Uh, tomorrow we play Indy 11 at 7 in Indy. In Indy. Um, at the uh, – what? Are they? Lucas Oil Stadium, right? Yes. Yeah. Correct. And uh, we have a home game against Atlanta United 2. Yes, that's actually their name. Atlanta United 2. Are we just not coming up with enough names it's for soccer clever. teams? It's not clever. I okay. don't know. All right. Maybe there's Atlanta United 1 was already taken. I don't know. That's a possibility. Um, but we play them Saturday. Um, I have no idea where that name came from. Again, we're still learning, folks. But, uh, yeah, it was a good week also for uh, – for FCC because there was no scandals or anything that came out. 
um, which I'll take that with a small grain of salt. Every time. Um, the closest thing we had to a scandal was they received a piece of mail addressed to FCC. And <laughs> I heard about this. Somebody was confused that it was not the like U.S. government FCC. Yeah, they, they definitely sent that to our own place. They did. They were complaining about cussing on the TV or something like that. Dropping F-bombs and bleeping them out and people still knowing that they were F-bombs. That's, that's awesome. Uh, it sounds like something my grandfather would have done. <laughs> I'm um, going to write that FCC. The good news is, though, uh, plans were released for stadium schematics. Uh, I got all this information courtesy of the Enquirer. Um, but it basically gave us uh, basically outlining how the, the seating of the stadium is going to be and the lay of the land around the stadium. Yes. Um, and kind of showing um, the uh, parking garage you're going to build on the outside of the stadium as well. Um Again, all of that is courtesy of the Enquirer. But uh, one of the questions that was asked of the council uh, while they were asking, apparently this uh, this garage that's right down there was not supposed to be replaced. And uh, maybe that's going to be a little bit controversial uh, as they may be replacing that garage that's currently not owned by the city with something that the city is going to be paying for that could still not be owned by the city if that may be what's controversial, but we'll see how that all shakes out. They'll that. end up going to the county auditor and recorder's office to find out who owns that land. It's going to end up being like one of those situations where like, you know how like all of our paid parking downtown isn't actually owned by the city, but it's, it's owned by leased, the port authority it's leased out to yeah. somebody else in another city that we're paying. And like, so we're not even getting the reaps of the benefits. We just got to like upfront cash. For somebody who's going to make way more money off we of all that. We just have to police it, maintain it's it, just so uh, all that good stuff, and everybody else gets the money. How do I get into that business? It's, well, I'm trying to figure it out right now. <laughs> let's, let's make that our, our 10-year plan. Like, I just want to own all the parking in a city. I just want to own 10 parking spots in the city. <laughs> <laughs> I could probably make $1,000 a day there. I mean, it's just unreal. Unreal. So... That's uh that's all I got on FC Cincinnati. Um, uh, one more thing I did see on Twitter, um, Jeff Bearding and uh, the other gentleman were in LA this weekend. Or oh yeah, Monday night. Was um, it? I think it was Monday night. It was whatever night that the LA club opened up their new MLS stadium. Kind of taking notes on what to do if you get right. an MLS bid. And the big news about that is because. The MLS commissioners were there, and so you know some more, just rubbing elbows, elbow rubbing, yeah, elbow man. rubbing. So very good. So moving on, don't forget to check us out on Facebook at Pardon the Punctuation. Don't forget to check us out on Twitter at PTP Podcast Cincy with a Y with a Y. Um, Instagram Pardon underscore the underscore Punctuation. You can call us. Nobody did this week. 513-818-2077. If we like your call, we'll put you on the air. We did a couple times last week. But not if your name is Jonathan. Is J.P. Mercura. Paul. It, nobody needs to be on the air if your name is J.P. Mercura. You hear that? John Paul. Just John give me the Paul. light. Trying to make us think you're the that Pope. That was Sean Paul, not John Paul. <laughs> Just give me the light. Uh, and again, that phone number is 513-818-2077. Um, actually, 
throughout our entire recording tonight. The line's been open, and uh, you can try and call us while we're recording. I think Ed already put it out there. Yep. On the Twitterverse, Facebook, or maybe he had Alexa do it for him. I don't really know at this point. I wrote a script. It's really creepy. Um, but when you call the phone number, again, 513-818-2077. Feel free to leave your questions, comments, feedback, hot takes. Also, check us out on our website. Um, there's I don't, Ed's designed it. He can speak a little bit more to what's on it. But it's uh, www.pardonthepunctuation.podbean.com. That's for now. I already want to... Whoa, that's loud. I already want to move it to a different uh, host. Uh, You don't like it? Huh? You don't like it? I can't customize it. Oh. But... Um, What's on it right now? Anything? uh, Currently, uh, you can find all of the apps that I know of um, that we are available on to listen to. Um, An update on the Spotify. Um, Spotify is redoing their structure and um, basically their complete layout. And so we're on anybody that submitted a podcast. It's about four to six weeks right now until they um, finish everything that they're doing. Apparently it's not just the podcast section, but also uh, the user interfaces that normal people use. Well, all right. There you have it, folks. Yeah. So, Throughout the entire recording tonight, we have been watching the Reds. Currently, it's seven to six in the bottom of the ninth, two outs. Currently, well, and a little bit ago, we had Billy Hamilton on third and could not hit him in. We did get him in. N- no. Yeah, when the bases were loaded. Yeah, he must have gone on again then. Oh, that um, I just saw a highlight. Devin Mesrock is up. It's my wife's boyfriend. Devi will do it. I don't know. It'd be really nice to see us get a win. Oh, no. That's a grounder back to the pitcher. Gonna be the game. And. Oh, he got it. Oh, come on. That's the game, folks. That up sucks. That one belongs to the Brewers. Um, So, bear in mind, all the statistics that I have in front of me right now do not count this game. They do not. But prior to this game, there's a lot of good things going on uh, since firing Brian Price. In the last eight games, we were four and four, now four and five, um, including our first series win of the season against the Minnesota Twins, and also not counting our sweep of the Cubs in one game. Um, we did split the Atlanta series two two, and uh, we're four and seven now, four and eight since uh, since firing Price. Uh, Fifty four runs is what we scored. In the three and fifteen start we had with Billy Price, fifty four runs, sixty. That's, that's like fifty four more than we had under. No, I'm saying Billy, or not Billy Price. I'm getting all confused now. Brian Price. Oh, gotcha. Brian Price, four and seven with him, fifty four runs in eighteen games. Now with Jim Riggleman, we've scored again, not counting tonight, sixty three runs. In the 11 games since. So let's change that now to, it was what, six six runs tonight? 69 yep. games in, or 69 runs in 12 games. That's almost, I know you don't do math well. Not, not very well. That's almost six runs a game. That's ridiculous that we're scoring that much more after how horrible the start we had with Brian Price. Um, 
the road win of the series against Minnesota is the first interleague win we've had in a road series since sweeping Houston in 2013. And since that sweep, we had been four and 23 in away road game interleague play. Um, I don't what do, what do you think about this Reds team at this point? I have no idea what to think. Well, Suarez is back. He is um, back. So that's going to help a lot, I he think. He had actually four RBI last night, and I believe three RBI tonight. I mean, so that's good. I, Clearly, that's how, I mean, that's one of the reasons we're scoring runs. I mean, don't call it a comeback. I mean, they've been here for years. But in it, the basement? Well, we've been in the basement for years. They they have been here for years. Who? The Reds. They've been in Cincinnati for years. Never mind. That was bad. But anyways, <laughs> they could turn it around, right? Yeah. I'm going to be optimistic here. They could turn it around. Yeah. They could. The bats could come alive. Yeah. Um, pitching is looking relatively good. I, I One of the points that I had here that I want to talk about was... Uh, Molly? Yeah, Molly. Molly's, Molly's looking good. He's... Yeah. He took a no-hitter through six into the seventh. Before the wheels fell off entirely and they blew that game. Not his fault. Not his fault. I mean, you're asking basically, I know he's not a rookie. He came in some last year. But, I mean, that you can't ask a guy to do much more than that. No, no. You can't. I, and and he's stepping up. Um, and hopefully that'll light a fire under some of these other guys. I mean, and it'd be really great to see one Billy Hamilton, who's one of my favorite players on this Reds team. Especially, again, you know, after having hung out with him. Billy! <laughs> Brandon Kunkel, shout out, uh, at his bachelor party. Um, but he's batting right around 170 right now. Like, that's terrible. That's so bad. They're putting him in the nine hole behind the pitcher. Why? I can tell you exactly why they're doing it. Same reason I do it on my game. Because if he gets on base, no, but I mean, seriously, if he gets on base, he's fast. He can come around. So you want the guys who are at the top of the order who can actually hit the ball to hit a guy who's fast around and get him in. You don't want the pitcher standing on first base or an out. If you can get Billy on base and get him around with the guys who can actually hit at the top. So you're giving him one less at bat, throwing him in the nine hole compared to your guys at the top. And if he gets on base, great. If not, all right, no big deal. No, that's and, and that's how you have to play Billy. I mean, you got to use if his you're, attributes. If you're going to play him, because in the last series in Minnesota with the DH, they didn't play him. And he was pissed, right? I mean, I, I guess rightfully so. But at the same time, Riggleman's actually making moves that he's not afraid to make somebody mad. And that's that's – one of the points that I have here in front of me is, is Riggleman actually playing for a job? Is this his job interview? Or is he just playing just to get by? Because I think he's actually playing to win. I think he's playing to win, too. And that's kind of encouraging because I don't think Brian Price ever was. We play to win the game. He didn't. No. That's why we hashtag fire Brian Price. But also, I feel like Brian Price did not have a good team around him. He, there were decisions that were made that were beyond him. Like, do sure. you think he really wanted to trade Frazier? I'm not sure he really wanted to be the manager. That's okay. That's a good point. But that's a very good valid point. <laughs> um, but I think he's a scapegoat. That's just how I want to look at it. He's a scapegoat. They did not give him a chance to create a successful team around him. 
Because he traded everyone. Well, it he didn't trade well, Management traded It was him. supposed to be part of this rebuild, though, that I'm still not sure what we've gotten back in this rebuild. Well, we've been rebuilding since 1990. Well, the, no, that's not entirely true. Okay, 2013. That's true. Okay. But, I mean, if you're going to do a rebuild, you have to bring pieces in. And, again, out of all of those trades, as we've mentioned before, between Cueto and I, th- I think it, it was quite like Cueto, Bruce... Um, I don't know a couple other guys. Not right. not the Frazier trade and not the uh, uh the, I don't know. But basically, it's just reeled us back Brandon Finnegan at this point. And I don't know. I mean, granted, he's the only one starting, but I'm not sure what what that is. I don't right. Know. What I will say though is, with Riggleman in, there's some things to be excited about. Suarez is back. Like I said, six RBI in the last seven RBI in the last two nights. That's, that's that's exciting. Exci- I mean, th- you have to find things with this team right. to be excited about, <laughs> and that's one of the things to be excited about. If he can come um, back and do that for us, okay, I'm, I'm down. Jesse Winker, uh, young kid, he's batting right around like 320, 325, something like that, I, I believe. Um, and, again, that's nothing to be – or that may have been Blandino. Either way, they're both – I think it was Blandino now that I think about it. That's uh, all right. But Winker had like a almost, a, almost had an in-the-park home run last night. Um, these these kids are actually putting the stick on the ball, and they're young. Like this is what you have this rebuild about. So I don't know. I mean, these are the things that I'm trying to find to be encouraged about. It, they're they're relatively competitive over the last few games. Yes, we got swept by St. Louis after we fired Brian Price, and Riggleman kind of had to figure out what he was doing with this team. But since four and five, that's actually respectable. If you're looking at a big picture, if you take away you know, what actually had already happened and say that the whole season is since he took over four and 11, I'll take four and 11 over what seven. And I don't know at this point, it's awful. It's the right direction. I mean, <laughs> he's going in the seven right and direction. 23, I believe it would have been right. But our next series after Milwaukee, now that we've lost two games to Milwaukee, our next series is against Miami, Miami before tonight was 10 and 18. And that's encouraging. That that's who our next people are against. Like our next fight is against. So we could, you know, maybe take two or three uh, against this Miami team, and have something to build on, have some confidence, and have some some excitement going on with this club. That's what we need is confidence. Also, Joey Votto figured out how to hit the ball. Joey's getting fun again. Um, Joey's batting two seventy seven again before tonight. Had four home runs, fifteen RBI again before tonight. Uh, he didn't hit a home run, but uh, yeah, I mean. And he took a shot at uh, Anthony Rizzo, who I'm on the record saying he's a bum. <laughs> I'm still mad at this guy. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I love the clip. Do I got it right here. Go ahead and play it. Yeah, it's a good night, man. It's it's brisk out here. Yeah. It's cool. It's windy. Minnesota, the stadium is beautiful. I've heard some comments from some guys saying they'd like to play less. Some people say, saying they'd like to play less games, uh, make less money. I say play more and make more money. Let's play as – I'll play November and March. Another 60 games. Let's do it. What do you say? Well, you're from Toronto, so you're kind of used to this weather. Uh, if it's snowing, if it's sleet, if it's freezing, if it's below 32, I'll take it. Below zero Celsius, shout out to Canada. Yeah, it's a good night. Shout out to Canada. Shout out to Canada. How about that? You hey. ever been to Canada? No. I went once. What'd you do? Um, my Uncle Frank and I actually drove up around 
Michigan, like over top of Michigan, and drove all the way to Winnipeg, which is like right above North Dakota, and we hung out there for like two weeks. Paul and Chow showed up at Roadhouse one night, and uh, as I was walking out from work, and said, "Come on, we're going to Canada," and I said, "I don't, I don't have a passport." So they picked up Aaron Hayes instead down the street at the next restaurant and went up to Canada. How about that? That was interesting. Um, so, yeah. So, Anthony Rizzo. Yeah, I hope your back still hurts from those terrible beds in Cincinnati. Um, by the way, I'm going to Chicago this weekend. Um, I'm going to see, see what him, the, the beds are like in Chicago. See him punch him in the back. Right in the back. Right in the back. Right there. Just in the spine. If I see him with the big bean. This is for like, Cincinnati. Boom. Now your back hurts. I'm not going to get tackled Guy. Anything, right, by police. No. No. Okay, good. It's, it's fine. I got to teach uh, Monday morning. So. No, no one would actually believe it was you anyway. It's true. Just don't run. That guy? <laughs> don't run. <laughs> hey, catch me. Don't run. But don't wear one of your Reds hats. I ran a bear once. What? Yeah. That's not a real story. True story. Get out of here. It's a. will tell it later. That's fine. So that's all I got on the Reds. Tell me what you got on the Bearcat Jam. Well, Bearcat Jam announced another player this week, uh, Deontay Vaughn. Yeah. Um, some of you might remember Deontay Vaughn is sure do probably um, want to mix uh, in his early years best player. I mean, he floated between the one and the two. Yeah. Scored a lot of points. Wore those ugly Adidas uniforms. <sighs> that was the beginning of the end. Yep. Um, but Deontay's going to be playing now. He's official. Um, the Bearcat Jam is now in seventh place in the Midwest Division. 348 supporters. Woo! Woo! Rick Flair. Um, <laughs> Rick Flair. <good. laughs> um, so, we're working on trying to get Mel on. Um, he at one point said, you know, let's do this. Uh, but I had to figure out the whole, how to integrate the phone into the podcast and everything got that figured out here we are so as soon as we can get mel on or maybe anybody else i mean eric hicks is on the team now he's a friend um so and maybe i can get eric on and uh we'll try to get some coverage on this i know there's a lot of other guys out there like i said last week trying to get coverage on this they still got some players to add on the team they do they're only at like six right now yep so um hey let's let's keep Keep voting. Your boy um, Meech going to be on the team? No, he said he's not playing, man. He says playing days are over. Um, but I'll put the link in the show bio again. And uh, I've been tweeting it and posting it on our Facebook page once a day to get my votes in. Um, I'm way behind in the votes. Um, I only have um, 50 votes in while Spencer T., um, has 645. So if the Bearcat Jam wins the whole thing, he's going to win $40,000. How do you get the points? Uh, per per share. So if I tweet it, sh- share it on Facebook, that's your, your support. Be better, Ed. I'll be better. Be better. I'll be a better me. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll vote more, and I will um, do my research. Here we go. For the next show. No, I've heard it all. I, it's, it's a promise I make, and I'll build a wall. Between us and Norwood. Build a wall and get over it. Oh, that was good. Ah. Did you think of that on your own? Nope, sure didn't. Didn't think so. You nope. looked it up on the internet. I, that's that's exactly what I did. I feel like somebody tweeted that to you. It's a possibility. It's probably happened. Speaking of tweets, um, Brandon, my bad, man. I can't find your questions from a couple weeks ago that you tweeted us. Um, I was going to answer them last week. 
forgot to. Um, but I just tweeted you the phone number, so maybe you'll call in. <laughs> well, I did want to say, as we're speaking of uh, questions and things that you have for us, we're actually going to add a new segment. Um, I know last week ran kind of long. We were at uh, an hour and 20 minutes. I hope this one's not anywhere near that at we're, this point. We're flirting with it. We're at 48 minutes. All right, good. Then we're not going to be terrible. No. Um, we're going to add a new segment. It's going to be called Punctuation Pardons. Uh, I like it. Basically, you can uh, tweet us. You can throw it on Facebook. I don't really care how, but make sure that we're correct. If we're throwing things out there that are incorrect facts, um, not not opinions. Please don't throw out incorrect. Opinions. My opinions are always they're correct. The, they're unless, the only ones that matter. Get out. Of here. Yeah, exactly. Anthony Rizzo's a bum. Bum. <laughs> but uh, no, let us know if we're throwing out incorrect facts. We don't want to deliver uh, our truths. We'd actually rather it be uh, real truths and not hashtag fake news. Uh, we're not trying to do this <laughs> CNN, Fox News, anything like that, whatever. Uh, we're just trying to give it to you real. So if you uh, have something that you think that we got wrong, um, let us know. And uh, don't just put it out there just to tell us that we got something wrong and just have another made-up fact. But I think it will help us out. We want to be better for you, and we want to deliver it correctly the first time. So if we didn't, uh, let us at least have a chance to throw out a... Uh, <laughs> Get lucky, I'll get a disease! I don't My know. bum is on the Swedish! Swedish! Bum. Oh, no. Okay, sorry. And that was, uh, that was Anthony Rizzo's bum. Theme song. Um, so, yeah, moving on to rounding third, because that got weird. Let's uh, do this. Ed? Yes, sir? What happened to Playoff Lance? Playoff Lance got screwed by the refs. Playoff Lance looked more like Playoff P. Okay, so you had you had and right now it's 113 to 107. Cleveland's Cleveland doing over what Toronto they do to in, Toronto in yes. overtime. But okay, I'm so tired of LeBron James being protected. There we go. He and he. By the way, get him a WWE contract. So Lance is guarding him, right? Was he? LeBron goes up for a layup. Lance's head hits LeBron's arm, not even his elbow, like his forearm, right? LeBron falls to the ground like a little baby. He, I'm, I'm getting worked up here, sorry. Lance gets called for a T, for a T. Mm-hmm. It was the weakest T I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. I've punched people harder in the middle of the game <laughs> and not gotten a T. I've grabbed people's ankles and pulled it out from underneath them so they hit the ground and not gotten a T. But Lance gets called for a tee because LeBron threw his head into his arm. And then while LeBron's on the ground, LeBron decides, I'm going to check my head. Oh, my God. Is there blood on it? Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. It was, it was, oh, my, oh, my goodness. I mean, come on. So, you know what? You know how we piss and moan about Vontez Perfect and the target on his back? Yes. Lance, L- Lance has, has a target on Lance his back. Lance has the same target. But come on. But it's, it's worse. You want to know why it's worse? Because he's not afraid of LeBron no, like the rest of the league. Because Perfect, his damage has been done on the field. Up until this most recent thing where it's now he was caught with PED or whatever it yeah, is. I, don't, I still system. don't think he happened. I, I don't know. But Lance threw his girlfriend down the stairs, Why man. are we? What are you, a Xavier fan? You're going no. back to 2000 and. 2000 and still on the Pacers. Eight, like something like that. And then there was the blowing in the ear. So the dude likes to be a gnat. He is a pest because he's not afraid of LeBron. 
And he said that he thought he gave him his best chance. And he's not afraid of LeBron. And you know, rest of the league is afraid of LeBron. You know who I have more respect for than Lance in that series? Who? Victor Oladipo. You want to know why? I like that guy. You want to know why I have more respect for him? Because he texted his trainer right afterwards. Immediately after the game. Hadn't even left the arena yet. And he's already asking for help on getting better for next year. Did you see Dirk Levinsky's tweet today? What's his name? Dirk Levinsky. Levinsky. Is that a different... Does he play in the NBA? Levinsky? Dirk Nowitzki? Nowitzki. Nowitzki? Didn't you take German? It, Jesus. Three years of German won. <sighs> <laughs> three years. But anyways, I, I'm pulling up the tweet right now. So Dirk uh, says, I got inspired by Victor Oladipo. Uh, did, also, did you, Dirk? Did you? And he also texted. I said he says. I also texted my trainer. Here was his response. So he says to his trainer, "When do we start?" And his trainer says, "I told you I four thought years you were ago." Retiring, Dirk. He said, "I told you four years ago that you were done. Four years ago, your game, <laughs> your game has been in decline since Havlicek stole the ball from Havlicek. You. Your full court sprints are timed with a calendar." That being said, <laughs> you wire me 561 oh bitcoins, God. which is $500 million in U.S. currency, that's and we can start so tomorrow. Funny. I hope that's all real. I hope it's real, too. So that's that's what I got for you. Playoff so, Lance. He probably hangs out with Anthony Rizzo. He probably does not. Bum. Don't talk about Lance like that. He's my guy. Go on. There's two sides to every story. Ask your question. Okay. The new indoor concert venue at the Banks. Yay or nay? I have not heard of this. So apparently Live Nation wants to bring an indoor, or sorry, it's an outdoor concert venue uh, to the Banks. Where um, did they put it? Like next to Moorline uh, House or something? I think it's going to be in between. Yeah. Like in, in between. grassy area? Yeah. I think so. Right by the bridge? Yeah. And by like Smale Park? Yeah. Smally, I think so. Smale where the parking lot is. I still don't know how to pronounce that. Smiley? Is it Smiley? I think it's Smiley. Smale. Somebody correct us. Please. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's only going to hold like 3,500 people. 20 people in that area. Safely. Well, it could be cool. Nicely's banjo band could play there. I want one of their hats. <laughs> I liked his hats. I love the hats. Shout out nicely. Shout out to the Stampede, Stampede. String Band. Yeah, man. We'll play some of their music if uh, on the way us, out. If they'll give us permission. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. I'll wait. So, uh, how soon are you going to go and see either a Reds game or an FC game? Which one's going to be first? It's probably going to be a Reds game first. Okay. Um, I mean that's a good question, man. the The young one just got his tubes in, so hopefully he won't get sick. Um, so I'm hoping to bring them both down to Reds game. Uh, they're both part of the Reds fan kids club yeah. thing. So, um, I need to get down there. I mean, well, my sister Hannah, she went tonight. She's been like two games. This is her second game. Um, her and her boyfriend. Um, they and he loves the podcast, by the way. Okay, good. All right. Well, you know, I was going to ask you questions about this guy, but you know what? Sounds like he has good standards. <laughs> Sounds like he has good standards. We like him. All right. All right. Good. Um, no, but they. Uh, this is their second game down there, um, and uh, 
they got like a ball or two balls or something the first time they went down. They I saw that. up on the Jumbotron like three times. Well, there's um, nobody else in the stadium. Right. I so. mean, when you're one of like 17 people yeah. at the whole stadium, then uh, you got a pretty good shot of ending up on the big screen. It's a, it's a, good, it's a good chance. Um, I don't know. I mean, and as far as uh, FC, do you, do you, when, how soon do you think you're going to end up one of those? I'll probably end up there sooner than later. Um, I think they, I'll probably end this up this weekend. I'll probably, Saturday. Up, I'll probably end up at like one of each. You said you're going to go to Reds game before FC. How are yeah, you but switching? I'm out of town on Saturday. so Yeah, so you're not here. Um, I'll probably That's end up going point. to one of each sometime in the next, I don't know. I, w- I would like to say a month. Yeah, There's a lot here. going on. Um, I know we're going to Punta Cana here in about a month. Um, and then we're also uh, going to Cleveland the weekend after that. So both 30 seconds to Mars. <laughs> both for LeBron doesn't play in a foreign country. Get out of here. Um, What's so yeah, that's that's my whole question. But all right, my next question: NHL hockey and beer. Is there a better combination? Um, as long as you're beer losing, down a catfish. That was amazing. So disturbing. Which brings, no, amazingly disturbing. I mean, yeah. Which brings me to my next question: Your favorite moment from the sports weekend was it? Beer losing with the Predators and the offensive linemen from the Titans and the Catfish and all of that weirdness. Was it David Akers announcing his draft pick for the Philadelphia Eagles in Dallas? Did you see that? No. Uh, so, yeah, he gets up there, David Akers, and says, Yeah, drafting on behalf of the Philadelphia Eagles who are the division champs, and Dallas got really pissed about that, <laughs> and the Super Bowl champs, and Dallas got really pissed about that. And by the way, Dallas, we also won the Super Bowl in this. They're basically, he ended up saying, like, everyone who's here is not old enough to have been alive the last time <laughs> Dallas won a Super Bowl. That's great. Fantastic. That's great. Um, yeah. Uh, or Titus Young falling as he was running down the stairs at the Royal Rumble and ended up somehow oh, under the stage, under um, the ring, whatever. So as you're asking me that question, I turn on the hockey game and Nashville is losing to Winnipeg 4-6. to six. Like uh, I said, I went, I went to Winnipeg. 30 seconds left on the clock. Uh, <laughs> and so the WWE clip and the um, Titans were both great moments this weekend in different so ways. I delivered it poorly. It's fine. What'd you say? Well, when I did the David Akers thing, I delivered it poorly. It's fine. Don't beat yourself up over it. It's going to be okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> the Titans had no chill during that game. No. It was like. It was like they invited a fraternity in from UT and said, hey, man, you get these sp- seats and here's a giant catfish. Do what you do. I mean, I think at like 23 years old, I was still partying with my fraternity from time to time. So that's, you, you, that's fair. You probably still are. But. Touche. The. <laughs> what was his name? The WWE. <laughs> Titus Young. Titus. <laughs> his one job. Not running so hard. He, he was, was so excited. You could see like. Yeah, I'm gonna get a ring. I'm gonna get a ring. Biggest Royal Rumble ever in Saudi Arabia, by the way. Weird. It uh, weird. That, yes, fifty man Royal Rumble went on forever. 
but he hits the ground, slides, slides underneath the ring. So funny. You know that man was concussed when he got up. I mean, I don't know if he really was, because maybe he ran into one of their garbage cans that miraculously folds as soon as you hit somebody. Or well, one happens. of their steel chairs, again, that miraculously folds as soon as you hit that somebody happens. with it. But yeah, they were both great clips. Um, I didn't see the draft. Check thing, out the David Aker thing. Funny. I'll it's look it pretty up. funny. Your turn. Um, speaking of outdoor concert venues, uh, are you going to the con- Kid Rock concert in September with us? Well, we spoke about that way earlier. Um, Danielle's going to Kid Rock. <sighs> and so are you. I hate country music. He's not country. He's Kid Rock. He is. But what about the other act? Brantley Gilbert or Gilbert. Brantley Gilbert isn't really like a did country singer. That, did I make up that name or did no? I that's the right? real name. <laughs> that just screams hillbilly. What's your name, Brantley Gilbert? He's not really a country. Well, my name's Brantley Gilbert. I'm gonna sing you a song. He's well. My tractor broke down and I got a pickup truck and my dog that sits next to me okay, on my so porch while I drink a beer. That's not what he sings. Just. That's how I hear it. I mean, that's not... I mean, that's fine. It wasn't completely incorrect. I mean, it was kind of I incorrect. almost everything. Alright. So, if Jim Riggleman turns things around... How long would you keep him on this club? To the end of the season. Just the end? You, Maybe you, keep him on ha- next year. You have to bring in a new... I, I don't disagree. I'm just saying. You feel like you have to bring in a new manager next year? Winnipeg Discord again. Um, no. You love Barry Larkin. No, I, I, I want Barry Larkin. Listeners know. I get it. I want Barry Larkin. Yeah. I met him. What would it take to keep Jim Riggleman here? They'd have to let him build a team. They'd have to quit getting for rid you, of players. What would it take for oh, you? Oh, for me, a winning season? <laughs> Just to go 81 or 80, 80. We're not going to play in October, but I would like to have a winning season. 82 and 80? Sure. That would be enough for you? I'd be all right with that. That's a huge turn. It's a huge turn. I mean, right now we're <laughs> not getting there. Seven and twenty-three. I mean, it's not looking good for After us. Thirty. I mean, speaking of Riggleman, uh, my question for you is: I know that you're a big fan of Cincy shirts. <laughs> Will I you am? buy the Rigglemania T-shirt? No. Oh, I, I, I thought for sure you'd be the guy in the stadium. If they had a hashtag Brian Price, I feel like that would hashtag be a, Fire Brian yeah, Price hashtag Fire Brian Price. I feel like that would be imperative to buy as I started a movement. Josh Need, if you're listening to the show, go ahead and make one of those for I'm us. I'm fairly certain that uh, I did not start that movement, and that I think your brothers actually. I saw them tweeting that well before I even. I hopped on the bandwagon. Shame. At least you hopped on. Shame. Did you see Infinity War yet? Nope. And I don't know that I will. Okay. I'm not a huge Marvel comics. Well, that's less to do with my question because I haven't seen it yet either. So. Okay, good. Um, if you could create a superhero, what would that superhero be like? Um, it'd be a lot like 
What's the one that just came out? I think it already came out with another one. Infinity War? No. Um. Oh my goodness. This is apparently a really hard question for you. Because I can't ever remember th- movies. <laughs> um, <laughs> the movie that just came out, like, last year, red and black uniform. Deadpool. Deadpool. That like, would be my superhero. Ago. Huh? It was like two or three years ago. Was it? Yeah, it's actually pretty old. But the new one comes out, like, real soon. Oh, wow. It's not, I mean, not, like, old, old, but... Well, I, yeah. I don't get to... Deadpool's pretty awesome. I don't get to movies very often. That's fair. Yeah. I really like that one. I'm actually really excited about that movie. I mean, there's still a movie I want to go see that just came out recently, but I haven't even seen it. You're up. I, that was my question. Oh, yeah, it was. It's my it turn. Was. How do you feel about the Cincinnati Inquirer's Cincinnati Reds app? I mean... Zach Cozart is still a player on it, so I'm not real thrilled with that. We're sitting here. Be better. We're we're sitting here show planning, and all of a sudden he goes, how do they still have Cozart on this app? Yeah, I don't know. He he's, hasn't played with us all season. He's way gone. Like, yep. I don't know what that's about at all. I mean, if Donkey was still on there, I'd be okay with it. All right. So I need a fidget cube. I mean, that was awful. Um... So, yeah, that's the end of rounding third. All right. So, we're left with our last segment of the day. We'll get you out of here. So, we have what's in Ed's fridge. Well, today in my fridge, we have a variety of beers. There's so many different beers in here. Um, We're giving you one that you haven't tried before. I'm getting one that I haven't tried before. I have one from the Braxton Brewing Company, which is over in northern Kentucky. It's called 1957 All-Star Ale. That's a good beer. English-style mild single brew. And uh, a little bit about this. 4% alcohol volume, 17 IBU. I don't even know what that means. Um, Um, I forget. Yep. So, yeah. Uh, One-of-a-kind beer utilizing specialty malts. This English-style mild features four or a unique nuttiness and caramel-like sweetness. Mm-mm. See what it's like. What you got over there? And my beer is a Christian Moorliner Hefeweizen. Hefeweizen. I it, yeah, I believe it's called a Sieben. Yeah, sehr, sehr gut. Sieben. Yeah, that's a sehr gut. Um, I'm usually a big fan of Hefeweizens. I'm but usually a big fan of all German beers. Not Nowitzki. Dirk Nowitzki. Lachinsky or whatever. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I can't pronounce so names. Bad. It has an umlau. Yeah. The uh, 1957 oh, yeah. All-Star Ariel. Pretty good. I don't oh, know yeah. if it's as good as the OTR was, but right along the same same line there. Kind of darker. I have to say, dude, Hefeweizens are the most fresh and crisp and refreshing beers. I've... Just a hint of banana. I mean, it says that. Yeah. Because distinctive bananas. like the main ingredient there. And I could taste it right now, like on the back of my palate. There you have it, folks. That's our show. Hey, real quick, uh, I want to give a shout-out to the All-American. Which one? Ann Thomas? Yeah, that's the one. Um, She is having a kickball tournament uh, to support research for cystic fibrosis. Um, The tournament is going to be on August 11th at Finley Ray Park over here in Milford, Ohio. Um, It's a 9-on-9 co-ed kickball tournament. 
Um, it's the eighth annual tournament. I've played in about four, five of them. Back when it was flag football and kickball. I'm setting um, my sights on playing this year. Although the last time I played kickball, I did break my collarbone. We do have to. We have to ask her if there's a team we can join. Is there a waiver? Yes. To sign. Yes. <laughs> uh, but if you're interested, um, check her out on Facebook. It's uh, Athletes for Alexis. Um, all the money goes to the Cystic Fibrosis Found- Foundation. Um, all the money, like all the proceeds go to them. Um, There's lots do, of raffles. Yeah, lots of uh, auctions, silent auctions, raffles. Um, a generally a pretty decent goodie bag. You get a t-shirt. A t-shirt, some koozies. I mean... I even play. I put money towards it and I still got a t-shirt. And it's always what, a good what? time. It's always a good time. So, check them out on Facebook, Athletes for Alexis. Plus, um, she's an All-American. A, a UC All-American. What? Yeah. We, we don't support, have any of those. We support our Bearcats. That's right. So don't forget, check us out on Facebook, Pardon the Punctuation. Check us out on Twitter, at PTP Podcast Cincy. Check us out on Instagram, Pardon underscore the underscore punctuation. Call us, 513-818-2077 with your questions, comments, feedback, hot takes. You can look us up at www.pardonthepunctuation.podbean.com. That's our show. I'm Aaron. Ahmed. We'll see you next time. Woo!